The Cardinals pick up a win, even if it's uh, just barely. Thanks, Elon Miles Michaelis. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals. Your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's the Rockies, they said. It would be easy, they said. Feast on the bad teams. Well, the Cardinals, uh, they did win. They are back to 10 games above 500. So there's that. Um, A few things to break down from this game. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. Game one of a four-game set in a homerific happy game, which, you know, we'll take what we can get. We'll take what we can get. Uh... Cardinals still a half a game behind the Cubs in the National League Central standings. It's fine. They got to stay within uh, two to three games uh, the rest of the way out. So uh, we're going to talk about all that today. It is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your guide, the head honcho of this show, the El Dunarino, as uh, Jeff Bridges once said. My name's Moose Michaels. You can follow me on Twitter at Moose Michaels. At Locked on STL. You can also shoot me an uh, email if you'd like. Uh, it's uh, moose at onair with moose.com. It's pretty easy peasy stuff. By the way, if anybody's going to the game on August 30th and they get one of the 2004 NL Champs beer steins, how about you uh, send one my way? I'm being serious. If someone can grab me one, DM me and uh, we'll, we'll set that up somehow. All right, so uh, before we get to the three big things, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to you. And uh, today's show brought to you in part by Postmates. Have you tried this out yet? It doesn't matter what you need. You might need some brewskis at four when you get off work. You might need a burger around nine. And then the next morning, you know, maybe a breakfast burrito at eight. And then eh, someone drop off the painkillers at 10. All you got to do is Postmate it. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. It doesn't matter what you're craving. Postmates can get it for you. It's the largest on-demand network in the United States, and they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. It's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. All you got to do, download the app for iOS or Android for free, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. First seven days, $100 of free delivery credit. Come on. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On, L O C K E D O N, for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code Locked On. All right, so uh, you know what? Let's let's just get right to it. It's the three big things. Number one. All right, we're going to tackle this a little bit more in our second segment. But Matt Carpenter, uh, he didn't start today, and that's good. He needs to grab some pine. Uh, I actually wouldn't be upset if they shut him down for the rest of the season because it is very obvious that uh, Carp isn't right. And again, we're going to talk more about this in our second segment. Number two. 
And what about this horse crap yesterday where the MLB calls Wednesday night's game against the Brewers the finale? Gives the Brewers the win despite the fact the Cards had another chance to bat. Now, I know what the rule says, and yes, they did follow the rule, but couldn't they have just made this up on Monday? It seems really kind of disingenuous and only fuels my conspiracy that Major League Baseball just wants the big market clubs in the uh, postseason. And no, I'm not talking about Milwaukee. I'm talking about the the Tainsey Bears that are currently in first by uh, half a game. Number three. And uh, speaking of those Cubbies, Javier Baez had an interesting comment the other day. Says other teams pay attention to them. The Cubs aren't paying attention to the other teams in the division. So, Javi, not only is that incredibly arrogant, though par for the course for you, you know what? I don't care how good people think he is. I'm so sick of seeing him on Twitter and everywhere else when he's only doing routine stuff. When our shortstop is, I don't know. Javi's a great player, but just based on his attitude, I wouldn't want him. That's just me. If anybody believes for a second that the Cubs aren't looking over their shoulder at the Cardinals, they're crazy. Javi has no idea what he's talking about. In fact, he's probably all the time going, man, did the Cardinals win? Oh, man, they won. The Cardinals won. You know, that wouldn't make sense to me. It's always it's always the people that say they don't care that care the most. Remember that, kids. That's uh, today's lesson. Okay, so uh, let's see. Moving on quickly. we got a lot to cover on today's show. It's a Friday show, and uh, we got a big weekend ahead of us. Cardinals do beat the Rockies 6-5, to five, um, and it was, it was a home run happy fest. Apparently, uh, that's all it really could do is, uh, all right, let's get a guy on base, next guy up, let's uh, hit some bombs. And uh, there was a, there were some misplays. Uh, Goldschmidt let a ball get by him. Goldschmidt uh, uh, also, I don't know that I would call it a base running error by chance or a mistake, but uh, there, was a, there was a ball that got hit and Goldie got thrown down at second because I don't know if he thought it was going to be caught or really what happened. Other than that, had a pretty nice uh, day at the plate. Goldschmidt did two for four. Uh, his OPS back up to 800. But the uh, the big uh, the big story, Miles Michaelis looking pretty rough. Six innings pitched, five runs on eight hits, three strikeouts. Now, for Miles, no walks, which is great. Did give up one home run in that ERA at 4.43 now. Uh, Dominic Leone, who got brought up while the option junior Fernandez, he threw a scoreless inning. Gallegos coming in for a third of an inning. Because why use your best pitcher? For more than one out. Uh, Let's see. Miller had two-thirds of an inning, also uh, scoreless. And then Carlos Martinez came in, and uh, even though he gave up a couple of walks, yeah, he did have a couple of strikeouts in uh, no runs scored. We're not going to talk about Martinez anymore today. You guys already know how I feel about him. Uh, I would trade him as soon as the, uh, the... Option came this offseason. So uh, so the Cardinals win game one of this four-game set, and to be honest, they, they've got to win series. I don't expect them to win every game. It'd be nice to see a sweep, but you're winning the series, and that's about all you can expect. Here's the reason why. The Cubs are going to be at home. They play very well at home. They don't play good on the road at all. 
But while they're at home, they are going to be fattening up. They're going to be getting the wins. The Cardinals have to keep pace. I of the I'm of the opinion you don't want to be more than two or three games behind the Cubs during this stretch. You might be able to make it four games, but you need to stay within a place that when it comes down to those final two series against the Cubs at the end of the season, you're in a position to jump ahead of them and win this division. I believe Fangraphs, uh, at least before this game, I'm sure it's roughly the same after the win, uh, the Cardinals have roughly a 50% chance of making the postseason. I believe they have the Cubs at uh, quite a bit higher than that. Apparently, the Cubs still the favorite to win the division, though I don't know that anybody is the favorite to win the division, at least in my opinion. Uh, So, yeah, you get that. The Cardinals have to win, and the way the Cardinals are going to win is that Mike Schilt needs to find an antidote for the Mike Matheny syndrome that he's starting to show symptoms of. Yeah, my guyism. He didn't start Carpenter tonight, and again, we're going to touch on Carpenter in our second segment, but Schilt has this same thing that Matheny did. We got to start the veterans, guys. The veterans have to, they, they, they have to get the starts. They're the ones that's going to help us win. And I don't know about you, but I get so tired of hearing the, uh, the hoorah pep talk stuff. That's going on sometimes with Shield. I get being supportive of your guys. I get getting in there and, you know, making sure they know they're appreciated. But the rest of the stuff I can I can do without. It's becoming more and more clear that while Schilt might be the great communicator, he does not have the cojones to make the hard decisions. It's not just Matt Carpenter. It's it's the leaving Matt Carpenter in, you know, against the lefty in that Brewers game, and I and and Kevin Wheeler talked about this on his show. But why not bring in Tommy Edmond, who's um, doing much better in that position than than Carp is? Now it's true Edmond may have may have just made another out, but you never know by batting Matt Carpenter, who is just horrible against lefties this year. And I don't want to hear anything about his splits, by the way. Nothing about the splits at all, because he's just been horrible overall. He's like two for nineteen uh, since coming back from the all, you know, after the All Star break and coming back to the team. It's just not good. And again, we're going to touch on this in a little bit. But the bigger pitch, the bigger picture right now, Schilt has to be able to see past his veteran status stuff. You know, it, it can't be. And I'm not saying Carp's doing this. I know Molina has done this in the past to Matheny. But just because they've been with the team for a while, just because you're paying them a certain amount of money does not mean they get to start when they want to start or they have a right to start every game. The manager has to put the best team together that he has to put on the field to give them the best story, the best, story, the best uh, chance to win. Period. I mean, it's uh, it, it's starting to get slightly insane. You know, we got Dylan Carlson, who's killing it down in the minor leagues. He ought to be up by now. You have Randy Hay, who barely got any playing time at all. Lane Thomas. You have all these guys that could really be helping you out. And what do you do? Nothing. You, you go with your guys. 
These are my guys right here. They're going to get the job done. Yeah, does he strike out every time? Sure. Can you count on the count being 0-2 after one pitch even? Why, yeah, but he's going to give it his all, and that's all I can ask. Actually, no. She'll, you can ask more. You could ask him to take a seat and let somebody who's going to contribute help the team win play. That's the best way some of these veterans can uh, can contribute. And by the way, real fast, and we're running a little bit long, before we go to our next segment, this whole thing about Molina and that hustling down to first, we're going to let this go. Yeah, he's 37 years old and all this stuff, but somebody put on there, um, I'm not going to call them out by what they said on Twitter, but he, basically it came down to, you need to show Yachty some respect because he's this many times all-star and he's the guy that's won two World Series and blah, 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 blah. He is. And he is a Hall of Famer. And we can celebrate that stuff when he's done, when he retires. Just because he's Yachty doesn't mean he gets a pass on anything. No player does, in my opinion. Their job is to go out there and win. Their job is to go out there and hustle. Their job is to be the best they can be. Now, I'm not expecting him to hustle on every play. But come on, man. Come on. you got to be setting the example. Uh, where's Mia? All right. Uh, before we get our next segment, uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There he goes. The new Locked On NFL is on fire, by the way. Have you checked this out? You know, football season right around the corner. And last week, one of the most listened to NFL shows uh, with the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked on NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked on NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. My name's Moose Michaels, and this is our second segment, and uh, we need to talk about Matt Carpenter. Uh, two for 19 since uh, coming back from his IL stint. We all knew this was going to happen because he wasn't doing all that hot down in the minor leagues either. He's had some moments where he's, you know, come through he's had some moments where he's been a little bit in the clutch but not enough to warrant playing every single day uh matt carpenter needs to be on the bench in fact i like i said in the last segment part of me thinks that matt carpenter should probably be deactivated for the rest of the year uh shut it down come back next year for a reset see what we can do through 401 plate appearances 339 at bats. Carp has managed a 212 average, a 323 on base percentage, and he's only slugging, only slugging 363 for an OPS of 685. Through nine seasons, it's hard to believe he's been around that long, but through nine seasons, Carp's career average, 269, an on base percentage of 372, and slugging 461 for an OPS of 833. So something is clearly wrong. I don't know if he's hurt. I don't know if the mechanics have changed a bit or what the issue seems to be, but it's become clear that you can no longer, you can no longer, at least this season, count on Matt Carpenter as as anything but a pinch hitter. 
I mean, you, you just can't. Um, everything about what is going on with him is just awful. He is having one of the worst seasons at the plate that he's had. Now, granted, it wasn't Dexter Fowler 2018 bad, but it's uh, it's getting pretty bad. Pretty bad indeed. Uh, so far this year, 57.6% of the pitches he's seen are fastballs. When he gets to the fastball, his batting average is 272, and he's slugging 450. Now, so basically, 60, let's just round it up 60% of the pitches that he sees. The other 40% are breaking and off speed pitches. He's only batting 125 and 119, respectively, on those slugging uh, about as good as you could expect on that. So, with that being said, do we see the problem here? Do we see what's going on? He can't hit the he can't hit the breaking or the off speed stuff, and it's fooling him every time. And part of this, and I don't know, I I mean I. Get it. He uh, it was a couple of years ago, and I'm sure he's still at the top of the leaderboard on this for last year, maybe, and this year too. Whatever we do, even if it's a big fat juicy meatball down the center of the plate, we don't swing at the first pitch. Which he really needs to be more aggressive. And I know that's something McGuire uh drilled into them when he was a hitting coach. But guys, come on. Come on. Um, we we did this. We talked about this with Goldschmidt about his fly ball, line drive, and uh, pop-up percentages, his ground ball percentage. So check this out. About 33.5% of Carpenter's batted ball events wind up as a ground ball. 36.8% wind up as a fly ball. A quarter wind up as a line drive and only four and a half percent go as a pop-up. So it's pretty fairly even uh, across the board with one exception. He's not hitting as many line drives as he is the other. And I'm going to say the same thing that I that I say about Goldschmidt. I believe that Carpenter is trying to hit the ball out of the park way too much. As evident by his... Most of his banded ball events wind up as a fly ball. That means they're trying that new kind of uppercut kind of swing. They're trying to knock the ball out of the park, trying to put it in the air. And because when they miss on that, but they still hit the ball, that means they're top of the ball. Which ends up being a ground ball, the 30.8%. Now, I would say that this is an anomaly, right? Because he's actually had higher percentages of fly balls, fly ball percentages in the past. In fact, going as high as uh, nearly 38% in 18 and in 17. But at the same time, in both those years, his line drive percentage a bit higher. Uh, 2015 was, I would say, probably his best year, the line drive percentage up at 36.8%. A 
a little bit more, or it's what his fly ball percentage is this year, which is kind of crazy. So again, I believe Matt Carpenter is becoming another victim of this incessant need to hit as many home runs as you possibly can. Yeah, he hit like, what, he hit 30 home runs last year, 30 some odd home runs last year. I don't remember what the exact number was. But he's got to quit doing that. And on top of that, I believe because he's doing it that way, it's taking his mind off of trying to make sure to hit all parts of the field. Nearly half of his batted ball events as well, he's pulling the ball directly into the shift. Around 34% is just straight out. Again, close to the shift. Opposite field, just a little more than 20% of his batted ball events. Which is just... In, the shift, and I'm not going to get started on that. The shift, one of the, uh, the one of the worst things to happen to the game, these extreme shifts. But we'll get into that a little bit later on. So in spite of all this, Carpenter needs to be shut down. He needs to go somewhere. He needs to relearn that swing. And he needs to learn that home runs, he's not getting paid to hit home runs. Carpenter was an excellent leadoff man. He should be getting paid to get on base. And I don't care if he doesn't swing at the first pitch as long as he's getting on base. The problem is he's going 0-2 real early because they know he's not going to swing. And then all of a sudden he's in a hole, so he thinks he's like, well, i got to swing for the fences and make sure I try to put this ball in play. So he ends up, you know, hitting a big fly ball. Ends up getting caught. Or he hits a ground ball. Ends up getting caught. Either way, he's out. They need to take Carpenter and completely redo that and make sure that he is getting it done correctly. That's just my take. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network at your team every day. Another game with the Rockies coming up a little bit later on today, and of course through the weekend as well. And uh, if there's any big breaking news, I'll break in during the weekend, but otherwise you'll see me Monday morning. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.